You want to tap into your intrinsic power. Dig deep. On a journey to your highest self, dig deep. Dig past the fossilized negative thoughts, doubt, and fear. Get ready to rediscover your gold as Reverend Jackie and her guests drop their golden nuggets. This is Digging Deep Podcast, an extension of the Gold Rush Women's Conference and produced by Chauval and more. NFP. Welcome to Digging Deep Podcast, and I am your host, the Reverend Dr. Jacqueline Trish Atkins, known as Reverend Jackie. Digging Deep Podcast is produced by Chauval and Moore, and Chauval and Moore exists to bring women and men to a new or renewed awareness of their intrinsic greatness, to remind each of you of your great value. We call it your gold that you were born with. Chauval and Moore also produces the Gold Rush Women's Conference, again to enable women to recognize they are gold mines. Listeners say, I am a gold mine, and we know that if I'm a gold mine, then my life should be a shining example of all the gold that I am. But if it's not, the Gold Rush Women's Conference has speakers and other methods of giving us effective tools that women can use to unearth their gold nuggets and to create their desired and deserved life experiences. So we are really glad that you're with us. We have a phenomenal guest. We have a golden guest who is Reverend Patricia Logan. She is uh, so many wonderful things. Uh, She is my sister minister. We were ordained together by Reverend Dr. Joseph E. Hill, I think 98, 97, sometime a long time ago. But before that, I just want us to know that a little bit more about Reverend Patty. Uh, She has worked in the health industry for, oh, at least 30 years, and she you can correct me. Uh, she is a critically, she's a specialty nurse. That's what, and she works with patients who are critically ill. She's worked at Northwestern. She has worked at, uh, I think, Michael Reese or Mercy. But she has worked at the world-famous institutions because she's a world-famous medical practitioner. She was ordained, as I mentioned, with, uh, with me, and, and we studied together. And, and, and so I know her ability to uh, teach what we're going to talk about today. And, and, and she is a songstress. So her talent is just spreading a lot of different places. And in her singing, she is healing and she is uplifting, as she does with her medical expertise and her ministerial expertise. Of course, with all that wonderfulness, she is uh, a mother of two. She's a grandmama. She's a great-grandmama. And she is still a dynamic, young, producing woman. So we know we are so happy. Reverend Patty, welcome to the Digging Deep Podcast. How are you today? How are you? Thank you, Reverend Jackie, for inviting me. Yes. Thank you, and welcome to all of our listeners also. Talk to us a little bit about, well, but you wanted to open us up or help us get set? Yes, I'd like to open up by asking our listeners to join me in a moment of silence. 
so that I can ask God to speak through me. I ask, Father, that you speak through me and let all of our listeners hear your words and not mine. For you are our source. Amen. 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 So, Reverend Patty, tell me, did I get that did I get that right about your medical expertise and what you've been doing with that? You know, I was thinking about that and I I'm thinking more like thirty five years because I was a candy striper at Cook County Hospital and I trained at Cook County Hospital. And as a candy striper mm. I worked in I'm telling you, I only work in high tech areas because I want people that really need my expertise. And so I've spent 35 years in the medical field, and I've been a minister and ordained with you, thank God, Reverend Jackie, 20 years ago. And I love to sing. I have had the gift of singing since I was eight. And so I utilize those tools in helping me through my profession. Amen. Well, we are grateful to have you. Your gold is shining brightly. And when that light is shining brightly, other people can be blessed as you are doing today. So, so thank you for, for joining us. How do you see your, your work, your, your work in the medical field, even your work as a songstress, how, how does that all relate to what you do as a minister? Well, you know, when you work with somebody who is critically ill, one of the things I do before I go to work, before I get there, on my way there, and when I get there, I do my prayer work. I do my prayer work to let that person or that area or wherever I'm going to work, I bless it, blessing it, knowing that I'm going to make a difference when I get there. And if the patient is such that they can hear or they can't talk and only can hear, I get a chance to sing and tell them that, guess what, I'm your singing nurse today. And at one time, it made such a big difference in one person's life that they lived and came back to tell me it was only because of my singing that they did that. And I have to introduce prayer when I'm with my patients. All of these gifts and tools have made me so successful. There's a saying that one says, if Patty's on the floor, nobody's going to die. Now, I don't think that's right to say that, but after you think about it, that's great. If I can bring life to an area I'm working in, that's all I ask for. So is that I mean I love that. I mean I love that. What a what a legacy. What a reputation. I have to know. I got to remember to make sure I call you if ever I find myself <laughs> in the hospital. But what's even really I think really really good for us and what we're going to be talking about today in terms of our powers, our God-given powers, is that what you have just described is using your gifts, uh, your, your gifts from from the external, your education, uh, your uh, your God-given singing, to help to help people regain their physical health, and yes. and in some ways to regain their spiritual awareness. But I think what is even more exciting is. That's exactly, that brings us right to what we are speaking about when we speak about the 12 powers. The 12 powers are gifts, they're tools that we came to earth with. We were born with these powers, and they're God-given, 
as much as the color of our skin or the kidney or whatever. They're God-given powers that we came with to be able to use them as we walk along this earth journey. And and I love what you said is when you, you find yourself singing, you find yourself praying, what you are doing are using are using gifts, using talents to enable others and quite frankly to enable yourself to process through a particular situation. Because I can imagine if you're working with someone who's critically ill, it may be a little hard on the medical practitioner as much as, or perhaps in a different way, but very hard on the medical practitioner too. So you're using your gifts to enable the person to be comforted, to perhaps gain physical health, and you're helping yourself do your work. And that's what our 12 powers from a spiritual stand do. You are so right, so right. I am so excited to be talking about our innate powers. And our innate powers that we're, we have 12 of them. But I think we're talking this morning about two. Are we not? Yes, we are. I'd like for us to, we're going to have a second podcast, listeners, so that you can really make, make sure you pay attention. We're going to talk today about the powers of strength and faith, and particularly strength and, and faith, which is so important for strength. In this time of, we're in the midst of a, 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 a pandemic. And as people who are spiritually uh, based, we recognize, we manage facts. We don't ignore facts. But we also know that we have tools such as spiritual powers to, to shape our living so that we stay and walk along a path of truth. So, yeah, we're going to talk about strength and faith. You want to tell us a little bit of how how you uh, – and, you know, Patty, Reverend, tell, give, us, give us a thought a little bit more about these powers. What are they what, and where do we get let, them from? Let me say, we're, we're speaking today about our innate powers, meaning that, like you said, Reverend Jackie, we're born with them. That means you don't have to go buy them. That means you don't have to borrow them. They can't be emailed to you. They are already inside of us. However, the key is they have to be awakened and utilized. Today, with all the confusion and fear that we have today about today about today that we have about the coronavirus. I'd employ you to use these particular powers, especially strength and faith. Mm-hmm. Um, if, none, if none other try to weigh and lay on those two, know that it's all standing up and being utilized that makes the difference. You may also not be aware that you have them. That's what, that's, Reverend Patty, that's why this podcast is, is, is being recorded, why it's being done, why it's being held, whatever you want to say, because too many of us don't recognize that we have 
these God-given powers because we're made in the image and likeness of God, and these are God-given powers that will enable us to walk along this journey and to manifest the goodness and all of the greatness that we are born to manifest. You're right. Too many of us don't know. And those of us who know, guess what? We forget. (laughs) In the middle of a crisis, in the middle of a coronavirus pandemic, are we turning to the powers that we have to process and move through this journey? Or are we losing our dominion? We're letting go of dominion of our thoughts and our words and our feelings and being governed by the facts. We have to manage the facts, but we have to absolutely be governed by the powers and the truth. So that's an excellent question. Do we know we have them? Mm Mm-hmm. So you so this strength. Mm-hmm. Go on. So Pat, Reverend Patty, tell us about this strength. Okay. So you might be wondering why I coupled or why we coupled strength and faith. Okay, let's examine or explore that for a minute. Faith is defined in the Bible of Hebrews 11 and 1. It's the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. I'm going to add to that that it's the connecting power into your spiritual realm that links you or us with God, our Father. So let me give you a simple example of that. We we all have ATMs, right? We all got banks. And then we find ourselves a little bit short of money. But we didn't check our bank account. We didn't pull them up on, on our phone. We just went to the ATM, put our card in, and keyed in our number, expecting the money okay. or the that you put in there to come out. Now, that's, that's something that you have to think about. You, you, you just went in there and said, oh, I'm going to get it. But you were strong in your faith to know that. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. That's good. Well, let's say you go to a big conference. You go into a big conference, and as you pull up towards the parking lot, you see 10,000 cars. Yet, when you enter the parking lot, because you prayed for your faith or know that you're going to have a particular place for you, you drive in and six cars down, there's an empty one. And you just <laughs> good. Go. That's good. You didn't you didn't know where it was. You just know. You just knew. You just used your thought and power of faith to know that there was going to be a parking spot for you. And you used your faith and your strength to know that you're going to have some money in the, in the account, whether or not you check it or not. You know, I like Reverend Patty to think about faith. And uh, oftentimes an example I have used is how many times have, have you, as an individual, walked up the stairs to the L train? 
You did not think about those stairs. You just got one foot on and you walked up because you knew that those stairs were going to be solid enough to get you to the top. That's right. And that's, that's to me, a practical look at what faith will have you do. Faith will have you believing, will have you knowing. And the manifestation may not be as quick. What shows up may not be as quick as you walking up the stairs, but holding on to that truth, calling on that power is what is necessary for it ever to show up in your life. So, yeah, that faith is is a powerful power that we have that we can use to live in times of challenge. So how does faith work with strength? So, well, let's go on to strength, and let's, let's look at that, too. What does the Bible say in Psalms 28:7 about strength? The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts, and I am helped. My heart exalts, and with my song I give thanks to him. Now, strength, you... You have to use your strength to fortify your faith. Because if you're not strong in the Lord, if you're not strong in your understanding that God is your source, God God is your provider, God is your healer, God is your knowing of all things, then you can't fortify it. You can't say it's going to be so strong because I have all this evidence. And what's the evidence? You have all this evidence that God will provide. So what evidence? What evidence, Rembrandt? How do you know that's going to happen? Well, I'd like to just give you a small example. I was hospitalized for 30 days. I mean, I've never been in the hospital in 30 days in all my life. But I was there 30 days and unable to walk. And I, I just couldn't get over that. I couldn't get over the fact that I could not walk. And then the doctor came in and told me, Miss Logan, we're afraid that you're not going to be able to walk without this apparatus from, from now on because you're, the bone is not healing, you're not healing. And so you, you just have to come to grips with the fact that you can't wear heels anymore and you're going to have to wear this boot and that's going to be it. And that's what, well, well, doctor, that's not, that's not possible. I, you know, I got too much to do. I can't walk around with this boot. It weighs more than I do. And I weigh a lot. So I said, thank you, doctor, thank you. They went away. And this was Friday. And I said, you know, I need to get out of here. I just got to be discharged. And they said, well, that's your, that, that ulcer is not healing, and we can almost see your bone, and you're not grasped. You're not grasped. The antibiotics aren't working, and we just think you should stay here a little longer, and we'll try to figure out. We'll try. The word try does not work with me well. We'll try to figure out what else we could do. And I said, well, you know what? You should just discharge me. He said, no, we can't discharge you right now. I said, well, look, if y'all going to discharge me, I'll be walking by Monday because this is not working well for me. And they thought maybe I need to see a psychiatrist. So they sent the psychiatrist. <laughs> now, the psychiatrist stood by the door, way at the door, and my bed is across the room. And she said, Patricia Logan? And I said, yes. And she said, well, I'm here. And I said, why don't you come in? Just wash your hands when you come. Use that sanitizer and then come on in. She came in and she said, I, I was thinking about your doctor. And they said, well, why were you thinking? I said, a doctor too. She said, yes, but I'm from the psychiatry department. 
I said, oh, so now they really think I'm crazy, right? Well, answer on your question. She did. She asked all the barrage of questions that she had asked. And then she said, well, they really want me to tell you that you're not going to be able to go home. But I don't think that you're teetering on the aspect of insanity. But maybe you should consider not leaving that scene. I said, well, you go back and tell them I'll be walking by Monday. No, that's that's a big order by Monday because today is Friday. But mm-hmm. I just went to bed as usual and talked to the father. And I said, listen, God, I don't know what's going on here, but i got to get out of here. This is not working well. I have got to go. I have been here 30 days. That's 30 days out of my life, and that's 30 days that I'm not serving you. So what could we do? What can we do? Let's talk about it and let's get out of here. And that's what I did. So guess what? There was a lady next door to me that I could see that had one of those movable chairs. Those movable chairs that people use to transport themselves, and sometimes they sit, sit on them when they have, they're just too tired. Yes. I yes. just went over there and asked her, could I use it? And I hopped over there, and she thought I was crazy, and I, I just want to use it just for a minute. She's, I bring it right back. Well, she's seen I couldn't walk, so she knew I wasn't going to run away with it. But yes. I used that lady's chair and walked myself down to physical therapy and I exercised and talked to God and said, God, we've got to do this. We've got to be walking successfully Monday so I can be discharged. So strengthen me because I'm fortified in my faith to know that this can happen. And I walked So what on. what so your your strength which and your, our power of strength is one of tenacity. It's yes. one of freedom from weakness. And that weakness comes about when we allow the facts to muddy up our thinking about the truth. And so because you are able to, we were, you are able to, <clears throat> in your calling on your strength, along with your faith, you are able to hold on to the thoughts that let you know that you are made in the image of God and that you are able to move through the diagnosis to a different ending. Exactly. That, 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 that was it. So strength is absolutely, and that's spiritual strength. Spiritual yes. strength is when we are called upon to hold up the truth, to reaffirm that I am, in your case, health. And in this coronavirus environment, that is critically important for us to lean on and call on our strength to recognize I am going to stand on the truth. I am going to stand still. I will not be moved. I shall hold on to the truth even as I manage the facts of my physical body. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The truth is that we are health. The truth is that we are health. And our strength will allow us to think, feel, and speak about this truth. So I guess, Reverend Patty, as you were speaking, I'm thinking I would suspect all that weekend you never once said, I'm not going to walk. You never once said uh, that I won't be able to make it. And so as we are in this time period, washing our hands, 
keeping our social distance, we are speaking the truth and we are thinking, I am health. I shall process through this just as David said in the 23rd Psalm. I shall walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I shall not at all be disturbed or deterred, but shall hold on to my truth. I shall stand on my truth like a tree standing by its its provided nourishment. That's, That's just what we will do. And we can only do that when we call on our powers, the power of strength and the power of faith as you have described it. I want to just share uh, one thing as we close out that what I think is so important, that strength um, is patience. So, Reverend Patty, as you have described, somebody may not be able to respond as quickly as you did. But the strength, our power of strength is patience. Our power of strength is tolerance. Our power of strength is steadfastness. I'm not going to release my belief in truth. I'm going to be steadfast. And the power of strength is in balance. I'm going to recognize my feelings. If I start feeling uh, down because of the scenario of having to be alone, I'm going to balance that off with some affirmations, with some thinking power, so that I can bring my feelings back up. And, 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 and so we want everybody, all of you who are listening to this podcast, to call on your power of strength to call on your power of faith and to walk through this period of time knowing that at the end, and even as you're walking through, all is well. I want to thank you, Reverend Patty, and will you join us one more time at another podcast to talk about it would the rest be my, of the powers? It would be my pleasure. It would be, I'd just like to say in summation, Mm-hmm. I'm asking and telling all of us about your Heavenly Father. He knows your needs, but he wants you to ask. It's called Praise ask, God. and it shall be given. And remember that you have to be strong in the Lord, strong in your faith, and strong in the belief that this too shall pass. My listeners, my listeners, if you have any questions about what you've just heard, go to our website, goldrushwomensconference.com, and send us an email. And to each of you, I would say, remember to use your thoughts and feelings to make a golden day, just because you can. And once you use your thoughts and feelings, only then speak your words and take your action. Continuing to be well, both you, I, and Reverend Patty. Thank you. Amen. Thank you.